You're tuned in to Business, Faith, and Family with entrepreneur, author, and friend, your BFF host, Christina Harris. She has a wealth of knowledge, but more importantly, brings to you the love of God. She's authentic and transparent. Get ready to be blessed. Your life coach is here on the BFF Show. Hey, 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 everybody. It is your host, Christina Harris, here on Business, Faith, and Family, the BFF show. And I'm so excited about today's episode as we talk about a topic that is not talked about as often. It's not touched on or broken down as often. So I introduce to you my BFF. Um, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of Holy Spirit, actually. And um, I first want to just talk a little bit about how the Holy Spirit has been a blessing to my life. And I want to just make some things very simple. You know, we talk about the Trinity with God being the Father, Jesus being the Son, and the Spirit of God, which is His Holy Spirit, being a third member of the Trinity. And just like us, therefore, we are a replication of God. We are made in three parts. And so is God. You know, we're mind, body, soul, and spirit, you know. So I want to encourage you guys to utilize, get to know, and allow the Holy Spirit, you know, into your lives. So that way, the Lord can do his best work through you. You know, I love the, and, and, and we're going to come out of the life of Jesus today as an example of how when you allow the Holy Spirit to couple with you, you'll see the fruit of his presence in your life. You know, we look at Jesus and, um, Actually, right in John 14, verse 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, that's Jesus saying, he will teach you all the things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. And um, in that same chapter, same verse, but um, verses 16 and 17, it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another Helper. That's Jesus saying he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth. When the world cannot receive. I'm sorry, it says whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. You know, Jesus was able you know, we always say how was we always put emphasis on how Jesus was man and God, right? But see, also Jesus, what he did for us, which was a great, 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 great plan of God. He came down into the flesh like us. You know, when the Bible says that Jesus can relate to us, that is so true. He walked in this flesh like we do. He was tempted. He, all, all types, everything we go through, Jesus experienced that as well. But he was sinless. And we often say, well, how was it that he was sinless? 
How was it that he was able to perform these miracles? How was it that he was able to do all that and still walk in an earthly body? And that's because he knew and utilized the Holy Spirit in his life. You know, he was able to refute temptation because he spoke and he know the word. You know, he was able to allow miracles to happen because he would call on the power of the Holy Spirit. He knew where his power lied at. You know, back in the old day, the Holy Spirit will come upon a person and bestow power onto that person to perform and accomplish a specific task. But then the Holy Spirit will leave once that was up. However, we as believers on the name of Jesus Christ, who have the dwelling Holy Spirit in us all the time, why don't we tap into the Holy Spirit and utilize who he is and a manifestation of his character more? You know, we have the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead living in the inside of us. So why can't we tap in and raise some of our situations that look dead back to life? Speak life, speak truth over our situations and our children and our family and the school systems and the government because we have power already in the inside of us. You know, um, I want to read here the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is Galatians 5. And starting at verse 22, it says, But the Holy Spirit produced this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Meaning, you are free to exhibit these traits of the Holy Spirit as much as possible. And the beautiful thing about God is he will see everything is a season. Sometimes there'll be a season where God will love you so much so that the Holy Spirit will take that same love and have you shower everybody else with it. And then you become a person of love, a person motivated to, you know, just love on people. Same thing with your peace. The Lord would give you so much peace in the season of your life where you become a person of peace. You walk in the shoes of peace. You bring the gospel of peace everywhere you go. You're not fighting everybody. You're not fighting in your, your spirit. You're not fighting God and you're not fighting yourself. You know, so God will allow you to benefit from the fruit of the Holy Spirit in seasons sometimes. There's going to be seasons where, you know, God teach you how to be a person of self-control more. But with that being said, he may want you to teach someone else, you know, how to be a person of self-control as well. So with that being said, I want to just tell you some things just as much as Galatians 5 22 just told us about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know, there are some other fruits out here um, that is not of the Holy Spirit. Some fruits that grieve and quench the spirit of God. You know, here in Galatians 5 verse 19, it says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, 
dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. He says, let me tell you again, and as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. That doesn't mean you won't be saved. But what that means is you won't be able to experience the kingdom. You know, the kingdom is God moving in the inside of you and moving through your life to exhibit his kingdom through you onto the earth. You know, so God can't rest his kingdom in you if you're doing all these other things. You know, and we all have our vice, we all have our strongholds, but that's why God promised us. And he says, listen, I've given you a helper, Jesus says. He says, with the helper, you're going to be able to do greater things than I was. See, Jesus has so much confidence in the Holy Spirit. That's why he said that. You will be able to do greater things than I was able to do. But that's only if we allow the Holy Spirit to do the work in us. And hey, it comes at one area at a time in our lives. We are not perfect, but God promises that as long as we're on this earth, we are going to be perfected until the day of Christ's return. And I want to tell you here, see, when you when you grieve the Holy Spirit, your sinful nature, which here in Galatians 5.19 is talking about, your sinful nature will rule over you. See, the enemy wants to wait to expose you. We see it all the time. We see it in these big, high-powered cases against some, you know, pretty prominent people. And they always get exposed for doing some sexual sin, even if it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Something that God probably was telling them to deal with, that they kept operating, doing the same thing. And the enemy, see, he's clever. He's not going to expose you when you have a small audience. He's going to play that card, that trump card. He's going to play that trump card during a time when you are increasing in your ministry, increasing in your business, when you are about to, you know, um, go forth and, you know, just do something great. He's going to then, if you didn't deal with that thing, then he's going to expose you when you have a bigger audience. Not when you just got a few people in your ministry. Not when you just have a few business people partners, clients, he will expose you at the worst opportune time for you. You know, you can't feed the flesh. When you feed the flesh, even when you um, watch pornography, listen to songs, you know, that provoke certain feelings inside of you um, or bring out rage and anger or just, you know, distastefulness. Don't feed your flesh. Remember that movie, Little Shop of Horror? You know, and that, that plant he grew and he grew because, you know, Seymour was feeding it. And eventually it became so large and untamable that it started wanting to consume people and flesh. And it wasn't enough. He just wanted more and more and more. And that's exactly a perfect illustration of when you feed your flesh. It will grow to a point where it will consume you and everything in your life. You know, the flesh is more of your enemy than the devil. The flesh, because you wake up and you go to sleep in this sinful nature. All right. So your flesh is more of your enemy than the devil. So you have to break free from sexual immoralities. You have to ask God to help you push that restart button. 
I had to do that in my own life. There had to be a season of celibacy so that God can bring about wholeness in my life. You know, and I promise you everything that you sacrifice for God is never a waste. You will experience an abundance that you didn't even know you could experience. So you sometimes you have to pray and ask God to break you out of strongholds. You know, the Bible says that we have the power to call down strongholds, you know, break from that bondage or whatever it is. It could be, you know, sexual immorality. It could be drugs or whatever, even if it's just a, a faulty, um, hardwired of your process when you're thinking certain things. All right. You know, and we have to ask the Holy Spirit to empower us with his presence, but we have to do our job and we can't quench or grieve the Holy Spirit all the time. We have to make sure we're being sensitive to the voice of Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is gentle. It's the Holy Spirit's job to speak to us, lead us, guide us. And a lot of times we find ourselves in bad marriages, relationships, the wrong job, leaning to our own understanding, or just in trouble because we did not wait long enough to hear from the Holy Spirit. We didn't ask for guidance or wisdom. You know, and as I said before, you know, you have to see the manifestation of your sanctification process. And it's a day-to-day commitment. You must commit every day to rebuke your sinful tendencies. You have to commit every day that you're going to be crucified um, in your flesh with ungodly desires and motives. And moment by moment, you have to draw near to the Holy Spirit to overcome some of the some of that sinful nature. But remember, the Bible says greater is he who was in me than he who was in the world. So whenever you feel weak, you have to rebuke your own mind at times and say, Mm-mm, no, see, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And greater is he, meaning Christ, who is in me than he who was in this world. You know, so you have to make sure that when you're you have to understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So that you can better utilize the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because that is exactly what the Holy Spirit is. A gift. You know, it's not too many movies that I endorse. But it's a movie called The Shack. It's a book, but it's also a movie. And oh my gosh, if you ever need to really see the ministry of the Trinity and how it works, that movie is a great, great, great example of the Trinity and how the Holy Spirit works in our life as well. You know, another thing too is, you know, the Holy Spirit is faithful to us, even during our shortcomings. And um, when we, you know, when we just backslide and we have to learn too how to be faithful to God, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your, your dreams, your aspirations, you know, your spouse, your children, your ministry. Don't give up. Don't give up on utilizing your gift. We have to be faithful as well. And that's one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And God will give you the grace to be a person of faithfulness, faithfulness. You know, he will give you the grace, you know, and speaking of faithfulness, I have a book called the story of the faithful king. He set the captives free is an awesome, awesome, awesome book. And um, it was something, it was a creative piece that the Lord had me to write Um, And it's broken up in three sections, basically. And it's geared to draw you closer to God in your prayer. 
to pray according to his word, but to pray in the spirit of the Holy Spirit as well, the power of the Holy Spirit to help you to overthrow some of the things that you may be struggling with, whether that's in your marriage, your finances, your health, your mind, your relationship with God, whatever it is. So in the beginning of the book, real quick, there's a section on prayers. Prayers that you can pray, power prayers, praying the word of God. And when you pray the word of God, you know that you're praying the will of God. You know, too often we don't pray the will of God because we don't know what the will of God is. So we pray for what we think we want or what we think we need. And then we get disappointed when God doesn't meet our expectations. But when you allow God to do a work in you and change you, he will give you the power to pray his word and change your heart's desires because not every desire is a good desire he would give you the desire to change your heart desire so that it reflects more of him and the holy spirit is gentle the holy spirit is gentle and meek and i appreciate that you know jesus is the good shepherd he's gentle even when we go astray and do dumb things at times you know like the sheep he's gentle He's gentle. He he rescues us. You know, his iron and his rod protect and comfort us. You know, protect us from the wolves and comfort us during our time of grief and loneliness and brokenness. God will be, um, he's gentle, you know. So I want to just, just tell you exactly how the Holy Spirit is introduced into our lives. And you can only have a relationship with the Holy Spirit if you have a relationship with Jesus. And that's the bottom line. You know, the Father given us Jesus and Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you that if you don't know God for the pardon of your sins, if you don't know Jesus, you know, and you want access to the Holy Spirit. You know, I remember in the book of Acts, there was a guy who wanted access. He wanted the power that he's seen the Holy Spirit was able to do, but he wanted it for the wrong motives, wrong motives. You know, so I encourage you that when you come into your relationship with God and through Jesus, and then Jesus give you the Holy Spirit, make sure that it's for God, for his kingdom, and for the advancement of your life, for the people that God assigned to your life, and everyone that comes in contact with you. And if you don't know Christ for the pardon of your sins, I never like to end these episodes without giving you that opportunity. And I'm going to pray out. And more importantly, I'm going to pray for you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you, Lord God, for dying for us that we can come to know you in a real, real way, Lord God. Thank you for doing for us what we could not have done on our best day and in our best effort, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins. Holy Spirit, we ask that you forgive us for times when we have grieved and quenched you and we've ignored you and disobeyed you. But we ask that you make yourself strong in us. Give us the sensitivity and discernment we need to hear your voice and hear you clearly. Help us to know the voice of our shepherd, Jesus, through you. And help us, give us the strength to allow you to do a work in our lives like never before. Change us, change us from the inside out so we can resemble Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, it's simple. The Bible says that you have to do two things. 
believe with your heart that Jesus is Lord, but you have to confess it with your mouth. Now, I can help you with the confession part, but I can't help you with the heart part. That's up between you and God. And I pray that even right now, as you heard this message, that God is softening your heart and just making you sensitive to who he is through his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is making you sensitive to who he is and who you have access to through his Holy Spirit. And if you repeat after me, it only takes a few seconds to come and secure your soul. You know, the Bible says that once you are saved, the Holy Spirit seals you forever until the day of redemption. That means until the, until the day when God redeems you as his own. And all you have to say is, Lord Jesus, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are Lord. I believe that you rose and you died for me. And I ask that you write my name in the Lamb's book of life. I ask that you give me your Holy Spirit and do a good work in me. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. I pray I'll be praying for you guys. Make sure you check out the website at BFF Live. That's BFFLIVE.com to check out all the other episodes, the books, and just to be encouraged, I have some other videos there as well. And um, always feel free to send your prayer request to bffhost, H-O-S-T, at gmail.com. I love you guys and you be blessed. To stay in touch with your BFF, get her latest book, or to watch episodes of the show, go to BFFlive.com or follow her on all your favorite social media sites like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under BFF Host. If you'd like to book her for your next event or for direct coaching sessions, email Christina at BFFhost at gmail.com.